let's try this. How's this? Is the sound better? Can you hear me? I don't know how to record anything anymore. Hello. Remember me? Uh, I know what you're thinking. This isn't Poplar Cove. Or at least it's not an episode of Poplar Cove, which is what you're probably here to see or listen to because this is a podcast and not a video. Instead, you get me. Sorry. What this episode is, is basically me explaining why the channel's been pretty quiet for the past eight months? Is it ten months? Something, it's, it's a ridiculously long time, no matter what it is. And I apologize. There's also a little something extra at the end, so stick around for that. Now, in my defense, a lot's been going on. A lot of the voice actors that I normally work with have moved, and they're not professional voice actors, so we don't do the whole recording remotely thing. Uh, They usually just come over and we record in my little tiny office, but since they're not here because they've moved to a different town or a different county or a different state, it's been a little more difficult. (laughs) But in addition to that, I mean, some of us have graduated college and they've uh, moved, well, she's moved and is now saving lives in the Midwest or the South, Um, one of those places with lots of churches and cows. Anyway, she's out there being awesome. Uh, One of us has published a book. Congratulations, William. He's the guy who voices Roger. He published a book called Nathotep, and and you should go buy it, and I have it in my hot little hand. The cover is so cool, and the story is so well written. Um, Even the back cover is fantabulous, and it's not just because I read the back synopsis before it got published and made me feel really special. Congrats, William. Um, I will put a link to your website in the show notes so that everybody can buy your book because it's great. In addition to saving lives and creating worlds, one of us is out molding the future of America via uh, impressionable college students uh, because she's a professor and she's great. It's just really been a pretty busy year 2018 has, but this isn't just going to be about giving you excuses for why we haven't been around, though that's a large portion of what this episode is about. In addition to that, I wanted to talk about what Poplar Cove Season 2 is going to be like, uh, because it is in the rewriting process. (laughs) And also I wanted to talk about the different changes for the channel and the website and what you can look forward to in the future. Hopefully, um, I'll give you more realistic goals this time. One thing that's going to change is the type of content that I'm going to post in between, well, now and season two of Poplar Cove. We're going to do a different type of storytelling, a little more no sleep podcast, a little less welcome to Night Vale, not in the content, just the delivery. So it's going to be less of an audio drama and more of storytelling with maybe one or two different uh, voice actors because at this point that's as many as I can get in the studio at one time and so I can still give you good content and I won't it won't be of lesser quality just because I can't get everybody in the studio but this will also allow for me to be able to get some other podcasters to record remotely and lend their voice to like one specific story versus uh, an ongoing project because ain't nobody got time for that 
have to admit that the hiatus between the December Christmas episode and now probably could have been a lot shorter. Um, not with actual Poplar Cove episode content, but with like this update because between last December and now I've probably made about three different update episodes but I never thought they were good enough to actually post. Also I'm not comfortable with my voice anyway so this is what you get. The biggest reason why I'm posting this is because I kinda got called out by Adam Higgins from the Odd Dad Out podcast like last night. Adam Higgins doing the Lord's work because I've been posting on the NaNoWriMo Insta... Oh, what was the hashtag called? Anyway, I've been posting on my Instagram. Long story short, there's proof that I've been writing and he commented and said, hey, that means there's gonna be season two coming out sometime soon, right? And I had to say no and I felt really bad. <laughs> so I figured I'd give you guys a little something, if not just a multitude of excuses why it won't be released this year. Seven days later. So I was supposed to release this last weekend, um, yesterday, but then I got sick. I don't know if you can hear my voice, but I feel like crap. Anyway, um, I'll have this ready by tomorrow. Okay, bye. Um, I feel a lot better, and I don't know how it's suddenly Wednesday, because I said I was going to post this on Tuesday. I mean Monday. I mean Sunday. What's wrong with me? In other news, um, I recorded the first part portion of this segment on Friday, but since then some of the information's already been a little outdated, so there's that. Um, it's ever-changing here. I guess this is one of the reasons why I just, like, didn't post updates often is because everything is constantly changing. So before things change again, I'm just gonna go ahead and say that the last portion of today's episode or update is going to be an example of one of our new story formats between now and the start of season two of Poplar Cove. So uh, feel free to sit back and listen and enjoy the smooth sounds of Jake's voice. Shoggoths put forth best effort, lose 24 to 2. There were a number of losses last night in the Poplar Cove sports world. Baseball was no exception. The Poplar Cove Shoggoths loss to the Metropolis Maine Coons set the precedent for the night as most of the other Poplar Cove teams also fell under the spell of what I can only assume was a full moon. While we're used to the Shoggoths being filed under the L column, nothing prepared us for the devastation of last night's 24-2 loss, which honestly seemed a bit like overkill, Maine Coons. Come on. That was unnecessary. You should be ashamed of yourselves. There was no need for the confetti being thrown out on the field, it was a game in the middle of the day, on a Wednesday. It was not the World Series. The starter for the Shagos was Eli Miller, who had been 0-6 for the season with only a couple of games where the opposing team scored less than the number on his jersey. If you're curious, he wears the number 9. Don't worry if you don't remember. 
Some things are just easy to forget. Player numbers, how to pitch, wedding vows, the rules of the game, etc. These things get lost in the everyday struggles of real life. Miller tried his best, which was obvious by the fatigue level at the end of each inning, until he was finally pulled in the middle of the fifth. But why was he pulled? Was it because he wasn't trying, or was it because there was a shiny new pitcher waiting in the dugout? Is there a shiny new pitcher? Hmm? Shirley? Is there? Is there someone new? Did you meet someone at that stupid bridge club of yours? Eli deserved to be treated better than that. He might not always be able to close, but he's a reliable starter. He's always there. He has a strong arm. He's been there since the beginning, since you started med school, and while you needed to go out and sow some wild oats after you graduated. He supported you while you paid off your student loans. He made sure you had dinner when you got home after a long shift. He massaged your feet. But last night's game was about more than just what Miller did, or didn't do, as the case may be. There was more going on on that field than just Eli Miller. Catcher Oscar Simmons did a great job catching any wild pitches which were thrown his way, because, let's face it, everyone makes mistakes. Did you hear that, Shirley? Everyone makes mistakes, even you. Well, except Simmons. He didn't make any mistakes last night. He even caught three runners as they tried to steal bases throughout the night. But even Simmons couldn't stop Maine Coon's first baseman, Anthony Campbell, who was able to get on base all eight times he saw the plate. Even after Miller was taken out of the game, the replacement pitcher was unable to keep the opposing team off the bases. Obviously, it wasn't just Miller's fault, surely. As the night came to a close, though not soon enough for our poor Shoggoths, it was apparent changes needed to be made in the future. MLB trade deadlines are approaching, and Miller may be on the chopping block for the Shoggoths. While the divorce papers are signed for our favorite pitcher, keep in mind his career isn't over, not by a long shot. He can survive this. He just needs to keep persevering. There are better teams out there. Good teams know how to use their strengths of their players and not focus on their faults, surely. Yeah, Chief? Yeah, the article's almost done. Just a couple more words and I'll send it to the editor. You, Shirley. That was Jagos put forth best effort. I hope to update more often. I'm hoping that the interim episodes will show up at least every other um, week, every couple weeks or so. The new season of Poplar Cove will be released next year sometime, and I'm not getting into more specific details because I'll get myself into trouble again making promises that I can't keep. But otherwise, I look forward to putting out more content, um, even if it's uh, little short stories like this or longer short stories, which is what I'm aiming for. Somewhere around, you know, another 20 minute episode or a half hour episode. All right. See you later, guys. Bye.